this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, I guess that means that I am the host because I am sitting behind this chair today. And I think I sit, well, am I sitting behind the chair or am I sitting in front of the chair? Anyway, today's Thursday, June the 17th of 2021, day 168th of the year. And only, yes, only, only, only 197 days remaining before it's all set and over with. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, just in case you did not know that. And we are streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. And we, of course, are hanging out with our sister station, just in case you didn't know. Radio. So there you go. Sister station Radio Big is where we're coming about and talking, hanging out and all that kind of fun stuff. If you're not familiar with Radio Big, they are a music station that plays music. And then we get to rudely interrupt and hang out and do our safety stuff. First thing in la mañana, um, as we are hanging out first thing and doing the things that we do here. So there you go. That's what's going on. And that's the show. No, I'm just kidding. So let's start talking right away about what is trending. If you have not heard about this, but trending in the overnight, there was a viral video of Jon Stewart talking about why he believes the coronavirus originated a lab in Wuhan. Now, I will tell you that this video has went viral and it's circulating all over the Internet, the interweb and people are losing their their minds you know because we're not going to say the other thing <laughs> not yet we're only two minutes in we can't go that far yet uh but so that's what's going on so if you do get a chance i would say let's take a view of it but here's the thing for some reason we are under the microscope anytime that we do anything so when we play music in the morning and it's uh commercial music and it's on the video stuff we get copyright claimed. I'm going to tell you, it's the honest thing. Remember last week, if you were hanging out with us, we did the little shark video. We got a copyright claim on that, that it was somebody else's video. Well, no shit. We knew it was somebody else's video because that's how it came about and into our hands. So with this thing coming directly off of CBS on uh, him being on Stephen Colbert, uh, when he started talking about how he believes the coronavirus originated in a lab in Wuhan, his opinion, of course, um, I know that if I play this, we're going to just get into a slew of crap. So instead of going down that path, it'll just be easier to go and find it yourself if you're inclined to do so. Anyway, so that's what's going on on that sector of the whole thing. So let's do this. Let's get you to our friends at Feature Story News. It'll go through this time. Uh, so let's get you to that general direction, and we'll get that rolling and bowling. Uh, hold on. We're going to get that rolling and bowling right away right here on the Raider Dar Safety Show. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. Just story news in London. I'm Chris Jones. China has launched a spacecraft carrying three astronauts to begin construction on its new space station. It's seen as yet another landmark, establishing Beijing as a major space power. Patrick Fock reports from Beijing. The Xinjiang 12 spacecraft blasted from the Jichuan Launch Center in China's Gobi Desert at exactly 9.22 a.m. local time. The crew is led by Ni Haisheng, a veteran of two prior space missions and a decorated Air Force pilot in the People's Liberation Army. The other two Lu Boming and Tang Hongbo are also members of the Chinese military. This is China's seventh manned mission since 2003. It'll last three months, and in that time, the crew will walk in space, test equipment, and ready China's core capsule for longer stays of up to six months. The launch is a huge matter of prestige for China as the country prepares to mark the 100th anniversary of the ruling Communist Party on July 1st. And Hong Kong police have arrested the editor and four directors of the pro-democracy newspaper Apple Daily on suspicion of colluding with foreign forces 
appears to endanger national security. The newspaper's founder, Jimmy Lai, is already serving a jail sentence for taking part in unauthorised protests in 2019. Indian authorities are defending their move to increase the gap between two Oxford AstraZeneca shots to 16 weeks. Critics say it was done to manage a vaccine shortage, but officials claim they're following scientific advice. Ishan Gerg reports. India's top COVID body's head, Dr. N. K. Arora, says one shot of the Oxford AstraZeneca dose is 61% effective against the Delta strain, the variant first found in India. And with two shots, the efficacy goes up to 65%. So in the short term, only one shot is almost just as effective against severe COVID-19 as two shots. Some experts argue that the interval between two shots is longer in India than anywhere else, which could impact efficacy in the long term. But others say the second dose can be delayed if that ensures broader vaccine coverage. And the UK government's looking into allowing people who've received two COVID-19 vaccine doses to travel to more international destinations without needing to quarantine on return. Ministers are investigating whether travel should be opened to amber list locations for those who've been double jabbed. Currently, Brits can only visit a small number of territories on its green list without facing quarantine when they get back to the UK. Government Minister Jesse Norman says nothing's been decided yet. The goal is to move progressively forward and again in a, in a kind of balanced way. Obviously, is it possible to have a system that keeps pace with other countries that may be using double jabs themselves. So we're trying to respect their public health needs as well as ours. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, turning our attention to the Middle East today and the first significant violence between Israel and Hamas since the two sides agreed a ceasefire at the end of May, after two weeks of confrontation left 256 Palestinians and 12 Israelis dead. On Tuesday night, there was fresh violence after Hamas launched incendiary balloons in the direction of southern Israel and the new Israeli government, led by Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, retaliated with missile strikes. Reporter Nogatana Polsky is in Tel Aviv. They're testing him, and actually everyone's testing him. These are kind of like flying Molotov cocktails, I just want to make clear. They're not friendly balloons. And they were sent in response to a very incendiary march towards and around the old city of Jerusalem. I think that there are many interests right now that would like to keep some kind of calm, but Hamas sees right now an opportunity to make itself a much more significant player against both the Palestinian Authority and against Israel and with the new U.S. administration in place. So I don't see a long-term solution ahead of us right now. That march through the old city of Jerusalem was endorsed by former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who is absolutely hoping that the country's new governing coalition falls apart and is doing everything that he can to bring that about. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap our top stories, China has launched a spacecraft carrying three astronauts to begin construction on its new space station. Hong Kong police have arrested the editor and four directors of the pro-democracy newspaper Apple Daily, founded by the jailed Jimmy Lai. Indian authorities are defending their move to increase the gap between two Oxford AstraZeneca shots, and the UK is looking into allowing fully vaccinated people to travel to more international destinations without needing to quarantine on return. That's the latest feature story news. Chris Jones reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. 
Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. So I interrupt this very important show to discuss this important matter with you. And here's what I want to share. You know that for years I have been telling you on this show that I don't sleep too great. Well, over the last few months, I've actually acquired a Helix Sleep mattress. And it has changed the way that I sleep entirely. Listen, I have to tell you, For years, I have struggled day in and day out or night in and night out on how I sleep. But ever since I went to Helix Sleep and took the sleep quiz, it has changed my way of sleeping. All you need to do to be able to encounter this luxury in your home, just go to helixsleep.com slash safety. That's helixsleep.com slash safety. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you with a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix Sleep is offering up to $200 off of all orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash safety. That's helixsleep.com slash safety for up to $200 off and two free pillows. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, yes, you are. It is 12 minutes past the top of the hour, and you and I are back together doing the things that we do. I don't know what exactly that means, but it does mean something to someone out there somewhere. Anyway, so there you go. Let's start talking about what's going on inside of the world of the news. Thank you to our friends at Feature Story to letting us know what exactly they're seeing across the globe and giving us some of the highlights there. So anyways, the European Union agreed yesterday to add U.S. to the list of countries whose restrictions for non-essential travel should be lifted. The EU also added North Macedonia, uh, Serbia, Lebanon, and Taiwan to the list. Don't ask, don't ask John Cena about Taiwan. Uh, the recommendation will be made formal by Friday. So there you go. If you're interested about going into the European Union, now might be your chance to start planning ahead of time. Okay, so let's start talking about some other things. The Delta variant first reported in India now accounts for nearly 10% of the coronavirus cases in the U.S., according to the CDC. Medical experts who are concerned it will become the new dominant strand uh, are pushing even more the importance of getting vaccinated. As of Wednesday, 44.1% of the eligible population are fully vaccinated, while, uh, let's see, 52.7% have received at least one dose. So there you go. So what are you thinking here as you're hearing about this variant thing? I mean, it makes it a little bit interesting, of course, of seeing the different strands. But I kind of think that this is going to be the thing. This will be the thing that we see ongoing, unless you tell me otherwise. That's kind of what I'm going with. Um, But probably you know better than I do. So that's definitely the thing that's going on there. Anyways, authorities in South Carolina seized several dogs as a part of an investigation into a death of a seven-year-old. The child was mauled by a dog while walking in his neighborhood with his brothers who were able to escape, Sheriff Brian Wallace said. Authorities said that the investigation is ongoing and no charges have been filed a seven-year-old mauled by a by a dog wow that's a story i mean 
so many things we can go into there. I better not even say them. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So did you hear about this one? Um, eight Western states are under both red flag warnings and excessive heat warnings and advisory. Salt Lake City, Utah tied the highest temperature recorded at 107 degrees this week, while Phoenix, um, Arizona reached 115 degrees on Tuesday, the city's highest temp f- this far this year. Uh, Denver, Colorado hit 101, uh, breaking the record of 97. The Death Valley meteorologists warned the temperatures could be could come close to 134 degrees this week, in the highest temp ever recorded on Earth. The heat is not predicted to let up anytime soon. Boy, there's so many questions to ask on that one. Uh, because you know that it's always about controversy and all that kind of stuff in regards of, well, if the heat is going up and people talk about global warming, which sometimes pisses some people off um, about actually talking about some of these things. So what do you think when you hear about this? What do you think the cause is of the heat? Did all of a sudden the planet move closer to the sun? Like, are we hanging out closer? I mean, but think about this seriously. Like, what is your thought process when you start hearing about this kind of stuff? Some things always come about when it comes to that. So, you know, when you start talking about global warming, people are automatically start to be like, well, depending on your political point of view, this could actually change the way that you take a look at it. And, of course, that's a number of different things you can talk about there. And that's for sure as we talk about this. So what do you think when I say this? Like, does it kind of make you go... Oogie boogie, or what do you? What comes to mind? I mean, some a lot of things have to come about as we are talking about it. Anyways, Jim Bozel's jumping in inside of the box here. I agree with you. These strains will always keep happening, like they have, like with the flu. Yes, of course. But I'm afraid of of the U.S. or, or us always being in constant st- uh, state of panic and emergency, therefore open to manipulation. Well. I can see your point of view absolutely on what you're saying there. And that's going to be the weird thing as we start talking about these more and more and moving forward. That will always be the interesting portion on how, you know, how people look at certain aspects of it as they do move forward with it. But thank you for the thank you for the info in the box. That's for sure. Anyways, I started talking a little bit about stocks and bonds. Not really bonds, but it just sounded good to say it at the time. Uh, But let's start talking about what's going on inside of the stock market. And let's bring in our friend John Smalls from the John and Heidi Show for him to tell you exactly what's going on. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Thursday, June 17th, 2021. Equity markets pulled back Wednesday following the Fed's policy decision. The Fed held rates unchanged and made no policy changes, but shocked the market with a seemingly abrupt change of sentiment. The committee acknowledged the rising pace of inflation by upping its 2021 inflation target by 100 basis points and indicating the possibility of a rate hike in 2022. The selling was led by big tech. The Nasdaq composite shed more than 1% at the low of the day. Thursday will be a big test for the market. If it cannot rebound from Wednesday's sell-off, a much deeper sell-off could be in store. The next big hurdle for the market will be in two weeks with the release of the May PCE index reading. If consumer inflation doesn't slow, it will accelerate the timing of future rate hikes. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one. That's kind of an interesting story when it comes to all this stuff. So let me give you my end of what we found. Although flat in the earlier part of the session, stocks finished weak and closed lower on Wednesday. The Dow tanked about 265 points, and the Nasdaq lost about 33 points, and the S&P fell about 22. The Federal Reserve meeting concluded with ominous warning that the interest rates would likely move higher twice during the 2023 session. This change is earlier than the previously anticipated. Zoom Video Communication Inc. outperformed the market and gained nearly 1% during Wednesday's session. Well, no crap. I mean, don't we kind of see Zoom everywhere? I mean, think about this for a moment. Think about how much you have actually learned to adapt to some of these video services now compared to what you might have known previously. I mean, and I'm talking during the pan, um, that's for sure. I mean, Microsoft Teams, Zoom, is there anything else that comes to mind? Because WebEx kind of kills a lot of people when it comes to yeah. that. I mean, and that, I mean, in regards of learning, the learning curve to it, um, it's not as easy as the other two. 
my opinion, of course. But what do you think about it? I mean, is this something that was common to your life prior to? I mean, Google Meets is there, and it's—I mean, it's kind of wonky when it comes to it. I mean, don't get me wrong; I still use it, but it's still a little wonky uh, when it's all said and done. But it, hey, if you kind of have the the Google stuff, I understand using it. But I will tell you, seeing someone like Zoom video communication up it—well, I think that's always going to be a good thing. Or is it? Oops! What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, a young Canadian couple dubbed Millennial Bonnie and Clyde have been arrested in in Hungary following months of long international manhunt. Young Lucy Liu, 25, and her boyfriend Oliver Carafa, 28, allegedly fled to the Eastern Europe after shooting an incident earlier this year that left a man dead and a pregnant woman seriously injured. The duo hoped to, acro- to cross several countries before they were tracked down in the Hungarian authorities in Budapest over the weekend. They have been charged with first-degree murder and attempted murder and are now facing extradition to Canada. Authorities said that the two couples were associated, but have not provided a motive of the attack. Well, that's kind of an interesting one. Millennial Bonnie and Clyde? Jeez. You see, this goes back to my whole thing is how do you plan for any of this stuff? I mean, and this is the stuff that we talk about all the time in regards of anticipation and how things can possibly occur. I know. A little cray-cray when we started talking about some of this stuff. But it's an ongoing problem with what we're seeing in regards to some of the violence that is out there. I don't think it's something that's off, you know, off kilter when we start talking about it. Anyways, a drug dealer in Brooklyn tossed a bag of weed on a rooftop during a deal gone wrong, causing a free-for-all on the street below. The 29-year-old man arranged to meet with several people on a rooftop to sell them some pot. When when he arrived, the group flashed a gun and jumped him in an attempt to grab the drugs. The man hurled the marijuana off the roof, causing pedestrians below to scramble to get some, according to police officers. The dealer suffered some cuts, some bruises and the inci- uh, from the incident, but it is expected to be okay. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm so confused here. It, it's I, I'm just bringing this up because of the story. So you had a bag of drugs. Some dudes flashed a gun at you. So your option was to throw the drugs to people that are below? Like, did you have somebody else with you? Because that would legitimately make sense. But you threw it in regards so that way they didn't take your drugs and you got beat up? I'm slightly confused on this one. More sarcasms than Mortal Kombat beat down. Rated R safety show. Okay, let's continue talking. Thousands of... Fortune seekers flocked to the village of, let's see, a village in South Africa, uh, Zawasuku, Zulu, Natal, Providence this week in search of diamonds after it was discovered an identified stone in the area. People traveled to join villagers who have been digging since last weekend after they heard a man dug up a stone in the open field. It is believed to be a quartz crystals. The, the provincial government is now asking those in the area to leave so that the authorities can conduct a proper inspection. Also, they are concerned that the site could become a coronavirus breeding ground. So hold on. You found a potential diamond. You have a whole bunch of people flocking that general direction. And so now you need to do a proper investigation. So, sounds legit, doesn't it? I mean, think about it for a second. But I, I get it. I mean, I really do. I really do get it when they say that it's concerned that it could be a breeding ground for coronavirus. But there might be some other things that you're looking for as well. I mean, I'm just saying in general for that particular area. Anyways, an 18-year-old an eighteen year old from Nevada had to be rescued from her chimney after getting locked out of her house the henderson fire department confirmed that the incident in a facebook post noting that the woman was successfully rescued without any injuries several comments of the post referenced to santa claus while others congratulated the department for a great rescue more chimney stories in 2015 suspected burglar died while being stuck in a california chimney after the homeowner lit a fire 
In June of 2019, a 14-year-old girl from California had to be rescued from a chimney after getting locked out of her home. Huh. Also in 2019, a man from England died after spending nearly 15 hours trapped in a chimney. Hold on. How are, I would say that the reason that I can't talk about chimney stories here in Florida, because they're not as popular. I know it sounds terrible to say that, but man, that's a lot of deaths inside of a chimney. And you're a burglar. You get, you're stuck inside of the chimney. You're high, this is your hideout. And all of a sudden, the homeowner lit a fire. What is going on with the news this morning? A lot of weird stuff going on for sure. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, a small town in Florida, Florida, Florida. A small town in Florida accidentally sold its water tower. How the hell does that happen? A businessman purchased a municipal building underneath the city of Brooksville's water tower last April for $55,000 with the goal of converting it into a gym. When the buyer went to the county to get the address for his new business location, he was told that what he had purchased included the water tower site. The purchaser gave the water tower back to Brooksville through a warranty deed last month. Yeah, a warranty deed. So now this makes me want to drive out to Brooksville. I'm not that far away from it. Well, not super far away from it, but it's interesting on how the hell does this happen? I mean, seriously, but I guess, you know, errors are are possible. People are fallible and these things do happen from time to time. I guess that's one way to look at it. Wouldn't you say? Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So I have to tell you, you know, the more we get to hang out and the more that we get to do stuff and the more that we get to interact with each other, it's interesting seeing what has become intriguing to others throughout the years, throughout the months, but definitely through the COVID stuff, it's been very intriguing just to see what gets people excited and not the way that you're probably thinking when I say that. But think about this for a moment. Think about how people have moved and grooved and changed and things have come about during COVID. But have you noticed that there has been times during this, during the pandemic or during any portion of life, to be quite honest with you, that people get excited at the wrong time? Maybe I should tell this story. I I don't know, but we'll talk about this. But it's been intriguing to me to see some of the weird things that have occurred. Um, So let's talk about different things inside of an organization that could possibly occur. And think about some of the things that might happen from time to time. When people get excited, uh, I mean, and I want you to think about this. So let's say, for instance, you we can use this as an example. You're in an organization that last year killed five people. And, or let's say in 19, you killed five people. But last year in 2020, you only managed to kill two people. And people are happy about this. Do you see where this could become slightly confusing to some And this is what I talk about, and I know it's going to the extreme of exactly being excited for the wrong thing. And I see this happen in organizations more and more, at least with the people that I get to speak with, in regards of, well, we didn't have as many deaths this year. I get it, and I don't get it. A death is a death. Someone dying is still someone dying, and the impact that that one person has on many still changes things. But the level of excitement that some organizations have because of this makes it very odd from time to time. And I guess this is where we can go into the zero aspect of the world of, oh, let's get to zero. And I don't really know if I want to talk about that because I feel like we talk about that all the time. But think about this. Think about how organizations get excited about some odd things when it comes to the world of safety, where they get excited of, we didn't have as many incidents, but you still had an incident. Now, don't get me wrong. An incident is an incident and a death is a death. And I don't mean that to be cruel as I say that, but I'd rather have a incident and not a death any day of the week. But when you start talking to organizations that are overly excited 
it becomes very interesting as you take a look at it. Now, the interesting part, as I talk to more and more people, is especially the people that have or hold the position of risk manager. And think about how that is laid out. You essentially are doing a job to def- to determine the amount of risk versus the f- the frequency versus the payout. Yeah, you heard that correctly. I don't know, but if you start taking a look at the whole aspect there, think about this. If you're doing a job or you're a risk manager at a place where you see that there's 250,000 times at an event or is that you do this one particular style of work and the event only occurs one in 250,000 times based on your frequency rate. And all of a sudden your payout equates to X. If you stop doing the work that you're doing, does the payout value supersede the amount of times that you do the work? So as you look at this, at some point you are putting value on this incident on what the payout might cost you. There was a pretty popular uh, auto of uh, auto company not so many years ago that had some problems with the airbags. They hid it, and all of a sudden, they determined the value of a life. Now, of course, documents were actually found out later on that it was being hidden. And they actually now said, you know, they will be taking care of this. But they were excited prior to. And this is what happens sometimes with risk management. And now, don't get me wrong, I am not poo-pooing on the risk managers of the world. I understand that they have a very difficult job. I would have a hard time sleeping at night with that particular job when you start putting a value on human life. So when you start thinking about this, And you start noticing that organizations get excited about some odd things in the world or the wrong things in the world. What comes to mind right away? Because we all have sat inside of an organization or in a meeting inside of an organization where all of a sudden the upper management is super excited about X. Now, X has to be determined by you because my stories will be much different than yours. It's interesting on how when you go down that path and you have those conversations, it makes it extremely interesting for some when you start saying maybe we're starting to look at the wrong thing. Some people don't want to hear that. I understand it. And don't get me wrong. Not everyone's going to agree with what I have to say. And unfortunately, not everyone's going to agree with what you have to say. And that's the great part about it. This is how we're able to have conversations. Some people would like to limit those things, but let's not go down that path right now. But as we talk about this and we move forward with it, how do you look at this whole dynamics? How do you change a culture inside of an organization where they're excited about the wrong thing? And I mean, we can take a look at social media if you want to as well about people being wrong and excited about the wrong thing. Think about this. We are now starting to see Tons and tons of old tweets, Twitter posts, if you want, that people are being held accountable right now for things that they wrote years ago inside of the cancel culture. Take that for what it's worth. But people at the time were excited about writing these things. Some people were even excited about liking and reposting. But how things have changed And this goes back to being excited for the wrong thing. How do you look at this? And it's not that they were fundamentally wrong the whole time. Maybe they thought they were doing the right thing. And this is where we talk about all the time about paradigm change. Your paradigm changes all the time. Not sometimes, but all the time. You're always looking for a better paradigm. Imagine if you still had the same belief systems in regards of whatever you want to think about as we're talking about this from when you were a child. Or you still had the same concepts about life as you did as you were a child. And don't we can go get into, oh, that's how I was brought up and rooted and all that kind of fun stuff. That's a whole other conversation. 
But think about it. Has your mindset changed? Have you looked at things differently throughout the years? Because that's portion that people don't want to talk about most of the time. So things do change for you. Maybe at one point you didn't agree with getting a vaccine, and now you do. Maybe you agreed before to get the vaccine, and now you don't. There's so many different things you can talk about as things change for you. But getting excited about the wrong thing could have, well, I guess for at some point it could penalize you. And it's weird when you start thinking about that right now because we almost live in two separate worlds. We live in this world where you have human interaction person to person when you're with people. But then depending on how you take a look at it, then you live in this digital world. I will tell you, it has to be extremely difficult as a child growing up right now because of the two-world aspect. Think about this. Everything you do now in this digital environment is saved, stored somewhere. You can take it and delete it, but there is always a virginality of it somewhere to be found. So it can become extremely odd as you're seeing these things in real time. Because right now, I could be saying something that makes all kinds of sense to the certain context, but later on, it could make absolutely no sense to what is going on at that time. It's interesting when you start taking a look at the bigger picture here, because then at what point do you start thinking about how do you live your life? And this is almost a level of scarcity of being excited for the wrong thing. Because I want you to think about this. If you've changed the way that you've thought about safety throughout the years, at one point, let's say 20 years ago, you might not see safety exactly the same way that you see it today. And if there was a recording that existed about you being excited about X at the time and not the way you see things now, hmm, doesn't that make that interesting? And it's all about the context of the matter. A lot of stuff to think about when it comes to the subject matter. So at what point is it okay to be excited about what? Or is it really true that people are being excited about the wrong thing? Now that's something for you to think about and for me to think about as well. But when you think about this later, remember, what the hell do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? that it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait, communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver. But I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. 
We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. Okay, so here you go. Nation. By Focalty. The song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. And we are currently 41 minutes past the top of the hour. Yeah, sounds definitely... I like it. I mean, it sounds different. I like it. Yeah, so thank you for letting us play this one by Focal T. The song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. And if I said it before, I guess I'll say it again. Anyways, let's continue moving forward with some other things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop this little bit of knowledge. Uh, so as you are might be aware, just depending on what you take a look at, uh, uh, people do tend to watch the Fast and Furious movies. I mean, they've been super popular for the last bit. I think the last one made over $1 billion. Part 9 was scheduled to come out last year. F9 is what they were calling it. And now it is scheduled. The next one is coming out, I think, a week from tomorrow, if I know correctly. Um, but here's the thing. They were, there was a conversation with Vin Diesel recently. It says, Vin Diesel has confirmed the Fast and Furious franchise will reach the finish line in 2024. He's portrayed Dominic Toretto since the film, uh, first film back in 2001. And he says that the 10th and the 11th installments will be the last thing. Uh, during a recent press junket, Diesel said that every story deserves its own ending. And I know people are going to feel like it doesn't have to end, but I think all the good things should. But while the central story, the central story will end at the 11th film, the cinematic universe looks like it's set to continue to spinoffs like Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson's and Jason Statham's from 2019's Hobbs and Shaw. F9C's North American release date on June the 25th. I will tell you last week, I had the lovely opportunity of going to Universal Studios and I got to hang out on the Fast and Furious ride. Um, Lovely people at Universal got me in relatively quick to the whole thing, but I thought it was a pretty interesting ride. I thought, it, I mean, of course, it's all automated in regards to how everything works. And you're kind of like in this digital fake environment going into a little bit more stuff. But you felt like you were in a scene. So it was pretty cool. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it's not a roller coaster. It's not a roller coaster. So let's just make sure it works well. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty, pretty interesting thing. But so there you go. 2024 will be the last installments there for it so part 10 and part 11 wow i would have never thought that franchise would have went that long nothing against it but hey interesting stuff think about how far that franchise has come i mean they're they essentially have like superpowers on that show now anyways let's continue talking sorry about going off on a tangent there uh the husband of the, of the woman who apparently gave birth to 10 babies last week made an odd request stop sending cash yeah toboga to Saudi's wife 37 year old gazami of South Africa made the headlines giving birth to the world record of 10 children at once, but conflicting media reports and lack of photographic evidence have many, including the baby's father, doubting the claim. Hold on. The baby's father's doubting the claim? Uh, so the baby father said that while he appreciates the financial support from the public, he'd like them to stop 
to, uh, hold on. He would like them to stop until members of the community have seen the babies. Not has has he yet not seen his own children. He hasn't seen his wife since she left home on June the seventh. That was ten days ago. Uh, local authorities have been unable to trace the new moms or, or to any hospital in South Africa. Just look look for the one that keeps ordering more and more diapers. That would probably be good a good giveaway. He'd like to point out, though, that he's still all about Father's Day presents. So just let's keep that in mind as well. And dude. If those babies are reals, you're going to need that money. So something to think about. Hey, I'm just saying out there. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, let's think about some logistics here of some of those things. Anyways, let's continue talking. Making your your blood run do or do something else. Yeah. For many of us, the past year has included a new fitness journey. With fitness clubs closed for much of the pandemic, we've been installing weight machines in our basements, running around the neighborhood and buying a fancy Peloton bikes. But which workout works best for you? According to a new research, a blood test just might tell you. Researchers at Harvard Medical School and Beth Israel Decados Medical Center lockdown it looked into this. Certain molecules of people's blood might be related to how their bodies react to workouts. What re- what was really interesting is that certain proteins in your blood can predict our body's response. Basically, it can tell if someone isn't going to get results from aerobic exercise like walking, cycling, or swimming may far better with higher intensity workouts or resistance training. The scientist says this should be welcome news for those people who run for hours per week and never seem to experience changes thereafter uh there's one problem never have to worry about something to think about there uh sir if we've tested your blood and find optimal exercise program and you failed it turns out that the perfect exercise for me is something called gym selfie and juice bar just joking there but i mean think about that real quick there are people that go to the gym for long period of time and i'm not talking about a guy named jim j-i-m i'm talking about g-y-m the gym um but think about this i mean Think about the people that go for a long period of time and nothing seems to be a good result for what they're doing. Of course, trainers can help you out and all that kind of stuff, but you have to kind of know how your body works out. And if there's a blood test that can help you, this could be potentially a good thing for you. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, here you go. Something to keep an eye on. Yes, during the pandemic, we've had some screen time, but disturbingly, doctors say that they have been noticed that many children have experienced worsening vision during the lockdown. And its studies published in the Journal of JAMA ophthalmology researchers in china found that children ages six to eight were three times more likely to have uh nearsightedness during the pandemic and then they were that they had previous five years as a result of course of the kids of watching day days and days of tv yeah that's not a joke as i say that and now are needing glasses the american optometric association says that the findings should be taken and considering by educators who are considering hybrid remote learning programs that they say that increasing screen time usually accomplish the lack of outdoor time and more sedentary lifestyle. The more time children are inside using the electronic devices, the less natural light in their eye and receiving and developing properly. One plus side, though, if they're learning from home, there's no other kids around to call them four eyes. I shouldn't have said that, but I did. Remember, they used to say that if you sat too close, uh, closer than three feet to your screen, that you would wreck your eyes. Then we got computers and phones and put them right in front of our face. And it turns out, hey, they were right. I know I don't think about my kids. I have blinked. I have. I have. I know I don't think my kids have blinked since about last March. If I really start thinking about all of this. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. Let's talk about Did You Know real quick. National Geographic cartographers have officially declared the the oceanic ring around the Antarctica world's fifth ocean named the Southern Ocean. The body of water recognizing by the National Geographic aims to promote the conservation and awareness of the fragile ecosystem where thousands of marine species like whales, seals, and penguins live. Historically, there have been four named oceans, the Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, and Arctic. However, many countries now recognize the Southern 
ocean as well. We talked about this previously, but I still think it's important news for you to know. Anyways, let's talk about the lottery real quick. No winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $30 million jackpot or a $20.7 million cash payout. Just so you know, in case you did not know. Um, so let's continue talking about some other stuff real quick, because I think it's going to be um, interesting as we uh, we hear about this. Anyways, did you hear about this? Mackenzie Scott, yes, the ex of Jeff Bezos, is continuing to donate her billions. The 51-year-old and her new husband, Don Jewett, donated $2.7 billion to a 286 underfunded organizations in hope that they would be able to flourish. The organizations were compromised by university, arts, and cultural organizations, refugee settlement groups, police reform programs, and LGBTQ organizations, and more. I will tell you in the local area that I live in, um, which is close to the Orlando area, uh, she has donated $40 million to the University of Central Florida. So I'm sure that will have a large impact here to central florida anyways let's continue talking about some things real quick let's talk about some people's birthdays for today if you care to know about this uh amari cooper turns 27 kendrick lamar 34 jody whittaker 39 venus williams 41 will 40 51 dan jansen 56 newt gingrich 78 and barry manilow turned 78 today if you want to know about some of the things that occurred back on this date let's take a look back at uh, let's go to 2018 the world electric speed record is broken by jaguar with its battery powered boat the jaguar vector v20e the previous world record for the electric speed boat was set in 2008 and stood at 76.8 miles per hour but Jaguar blew it out of the water with the average speed of 88.6 miles per hour. That happened back in 2018. On this same date, in 2008, same-sex marriage is legal in California. Two years prior to the California Supreme Court ruled the ban of same-sex marriage was unconstitutional on the basis of equal protection. Five months later, California voters would pass Proposition 8, an amendment that stated, that stated marriage could only be between one man and and one woman. So there you go. That happened back in 2008. Uh, let's continue talking about some other things going on real quick. Or should we, no, matter of fact, let's not talk about other things. Let's do feature story, or not feature story. Wow, I'm totally out of it today. Uh, let's do motivation minute with John Smalls, and then we'll talk about days of the year that you can celebrate. The motivation minute is courtesy of bettercreditcards.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Samuel. Steve Maraboli said, happiness is not the absence of problems, it's the ability to deal with them. Thank you, Samuel. I love this quote. I can attest to it as well. I'm a pretty darn happy guy, but that doesn't mean I don't have problems. As a matter of fact, I do, but I know how to deal with them, not dwell on them. To expect the problems of the world to go away is expecting way too much. Instead, learn to deal with the problems properly and they'll kind of seem to go away. This can be hard for some people, but trust me, dealing with problems is much better than dwelling on problems. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Oh, thank you so much, Johnny Smalls, for that one. You are spot on with that thing, that's for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. I told you about some dates of the year, days of the year that we can celebrate today. So here you go. Global Garbage Man Day, National Eat Your Vegetables Day, National Stewart's Root Beer Day. National Apple Strudel, uh, National Apple Tart Day, National Mascot Day, and National Career Nurse Assistance Day. So there you go. Definitely some things to think about real quick. Anyways, if you are struggling with some things and contemplating suicide and suffering from depression, know that you're not alone. You can contact my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. You can contact them at either AFSP.org by visiting their website, and there's a chat box there, or you can go to you can go to oh my god you can't go there uh you can actually text the word talk to 741741 that's the, the word talk to 741741 or if you don't want to do either of those two options you can give them a call at 1-800-273-8255 that's 1-800-273-8255 
Know that you're not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide. People are there all over the place. You can find out information about that if you're not being impacted by either, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong, but it's just something to be able to talk about if you're being impacted or know someone who's been impacted by suicide or depression. Keep that in mind. Insurance companies, giant hospitals, and big business don't fear going to court unless they're facing me. The courtroom is where I made my name, Jeffrey Feiger. It's where I make winning the only option. It's in my DNA, Feiger Law. I was born for this. I was born for this. Okay, Figer Law can be reached at 1-800-A-WINNER. That's 1-800-A-WINNER. Just in case if you're in the need or looking for a lawyer, that's Jeffrey Figer. That's Figer Law. So there you go. Let's continue talking a little bit more about some other things that are going on inside of this lovely, 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 lovely world of ours. Hold on. Okay, let's talk about some whack facts real quick. Earth is still cooling from its... Uh, it's formation of 40, oh, excuse me, Earth is still cooling from its formation 4.5 billion years ago. The average temperature in space is minus 459 degrees. Uh, no matter how cold it gets, gasoline will not freeze. A microwave uses more electricity to power, but power its clock than it does to actually heat your food. That's something to think about. All brand is about 87% brand. Think about that one, too. The brand Northern Tissues toilet paper slogan in 1935 was splinter-free. That's something to really think about. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's give you some scoops of BS before you get the hell out of here today. The 47th GS Summit concluded on Sunday where the leaders from Canada and Germany spent the day discussing a way to return Mally the monkey to Justin Bieber. Most of the southern U.S. border states are grappling with the, da- the with dangerously hot temperatures. Meanwhile, Californians are taking their pa- Pomeranians for an organic lunch on the beach and wondering why the rest of the country hates them. Multiple heat waves continue across the U.S. and 2021 may prove to be the hottest summer in history. At this rate, the polar ice caps are melting. The oceans are rising in another 20 years. Shark Week might be listed as a documentary as a documentary section. So think about that real quick. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. There are 11 countries currently making noise about seceding from Colorado to form their own state. Yeah, I remember coming up with wacky ideas when I was high, too. I read a report that claims that nearly 65% of U.S. recognizes our recognizes our neighbors. I can definitely recognize mine if they put on a towel and they are and they come near my mounted telescope. Oh, what am I saying? We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. Let's talk about some other things. There are three things that never that never lie. Children, drunks, and yoga pants. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What was the last live event you attended? I can answer that. It was a Billie Eilish concert. It was right. It was the last day before it got canceled. Uh, let's see. If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. When it comes to raising kids, 30% of dads say they can't do this. What is it? Pull a tooth. Hmm. Okay, so that's it. That's it. If you want to come and hang out with me, I will be going over to Radio Big doing some musica. If you want to come out and hang out with that, if you want to do the safety stuff, you can go to safetyfm.com if you're already not there. Or you can download the Safety FM app, not the Plus, but the Safety FM app. That's our free radio streaming service that goes on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And you can hear it anywhere across the world. And that's not a joke as I say that. Uh, Safety FM Plus is kind of our video on demand service. Um, if you want to take a look at some of the things that are going on inside of the world of safety. So if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would like to leave you with this one. Wise people think all they say, fools say all they think. What category do you think most people think that you're in? That's something to think about. 
Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on RadioBig.fm and SafetyFM.com. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We couldn't do what we do without you, the most important part of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is the listener. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.